Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, whenever you're ready, bro. Can you hear me? Is that a comment about me being late? Hey, man. We only got three rules here. Okay. Which are? In this program. Which are? Protect the team. Uh-huh. You might have heard this before, right? I've heard this, yeah. No whining, no bitching, no complaining. <laughs> oh, come on, coach. So I guess I kind of violated that one, but I didn't really whine or complain. I just pointed out the obvious um, that you were late. And number three, number three is be early. Oh, well, I was in the Zoom. I just was on a different computer desktop, so I didn't see that you had entered the Zoom. Hey, I'm willing to let it go if we sign JJ Watt. <laughs> it's like. It's like I was in the meeting room and you were out in the hallway outside the meeting room, but I just couldn't see you standing outside the door. You know what I mean? Like I was was already at at the meeting. Oh, I was in the meeting and I was sitting. Oh yeah. You were in the meeting. You were in the hallway. Well, actually I was kind of in the room. It's just, maybe I was behind the the rolling whiteboard. Like an $11,000 fine. bro. Whoa. 11 G's. Yeah, at oh, least man. I don't know. It, it might have gone up these days, you know, wow. but that's what it was back then. For being late to a meeting. Every coach is bucks. different. Well, that that's the max fine. Okay. So usually you get a chance or two at like the thousand dollar level. Yeah. And then it goes up to if you're, you know, a habitual line stepper. If and you keep crossing that line. And that's from the team. Yeah. Where does that money go? Fuck if I know. Dude, I <laughs> so I'm sorry. Because I've been, I've not been fine for that. I've been fine for a lot of stuff, you know, um, unnecessary roughness, bunch of bunch of bullshit you know, <laughs> that shouldn't have been called. Uh-huh. And and I never knew where that money went. Yeah. And uh, allegedly, it goes to a fund that I'm sure they probably, you know, reap benefits off of interest wise. But mm. it's supposed to go to a charity of your choice. Okay, I think you can allocate it that way. But but nobody ever checks up on it. No, right. It's like you're already pissed off that you you lost the money. Yeah. So where's Jeremy Shafter when we need him? Jeremy Shafter? Jeremy Shap? Shap? Shap. Yeah. Yeah. Where is he when we need him? Let's do some investigative journalism here. Where's that money go? I want to know. Yeah. Um, where else were I going to wait? I was going to ask you something else. And then we went off on that. Ah, well. I don't know. You didn't send me the notes, bro. I don't ever send you the notes. You don't read them anyway. Yeah. But usually I like to know that I had them in case I wanted to look at them. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go. All right, let's do the show. Let's get this crowd going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my best? I got your back. That's Lofa. Oh. Player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go hard. Russell scrambling. Go hard. Pump faking. Go hard. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 35 40. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Oh. 20. 10. 
podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. I am Brett Davern. He is Lofa Tatupu, and it is the week of the Super Bowl. It's upon us. The final game of the NFL season is happening this Sunday. It's the big game, Lofa. And there sure will be is. About 25,000 uh, live. Um, wh- what? They're going to have 25,000 fans, huh? I was, hold on. Sorry. Katie. Well, but I'm not even doing bet online yet. Ay, ay, ay. Hold on. All my steam gone. What was I even talking about? Uh, Kansas City Stakes. <laughs> Samsonite. I was way off. Uh, technical errors abound. Anyway, uh, the week of the Super Bowl is upon us, the final game of the season. But let's talk about some Seahawks stuff. First, we got a new offensive coordinator. The search is over. And it's Shane Waldron. Did we talk about this on the last episode, or did this happen? Right, this is new. Yeah, yeah. We did not. Okay, you gave me a look like maybe I had talked about this before, which has happened to me a lot from time to time. So, <laughs> no, I got nervous. But I don't know who Shane Waldron is. Do oh, you? That's the look you were giving me. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I don't know. He was working for the Rams. In the McVeigh offense, he was the passing game coordinator, whatever that means. And now he's our offensive coordinator. Been given the keys to Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and everybody else. Um, I don't really know what to think because we don't know him, right? So it's yeah, kind of hard well, to evaluate. Okay, it's not that hard. Do we know where, <laughs> we're going to have to rely on Katie here, where the Rams offense finished last year? Well, not, because yeah, go ahead. Because that would, you know, I would hope in the top five or ten if we're if we're giving somebody a promotion to offense coordinator. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, passing game coordinator and Goff is, you know, it's one of my later topics, so we'll really get into it. But, I mean, Goff is even headed out of town and did not have a great year. So the passing game, I mean, and that's the guy we got. Yeah, we're we're going to give him a promotion. Interesting. Uh, the only thing I see that's that's great, you know, hang on to those positives, that at least we have an inside look at their offense. Uh-huh. You know, McVay's not going to change his offense. Yeah, he added Stafford. We'll get to that later. But, okay, so we got a guy that knows their offense. That's a little helpful to Kenny Norton and the boys when it comes to game prep. Yeah. Like, hey, this is going on. This is what we're doing. This, you know, and, and so forth. But, you know, the only negative is they know the same. And – you know, we'll see how that plays out, but I don't know. Um, they did have a couple years. How long? If depending on how long he's been there, they had a couple good years of, of yeah. production. Yeah, over they there, did. So they did. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they had a pretty high-powered offense, and I think you know Jared Goff had some pretty good seasons, especially their Super Bowl run. He had some really good numbers. I don't know if Waldron was there then or what. I mean, I really don't know much about this guy at all. But you know. People have to get promoted eventually in the league, right? People have to come from nowhere eventually sometimes. People you've never heard of who can step up and do a good job. So he deserves the benefit of the doubt a little bit, I guess. It also seems like this is Russ's guy. It, uh, all the reports are that this is who Russell Wilson really wanted um, hmm. or was like at least lobbying for as one of the people he wanted to work with. So uh, that's a positive he, thing there. You want your quarterback happy, right? Yeah, he brought an assistant with him too. That's um, I don't know if he's in charge of the run game or yeah. run game coordinator, but they could run the ball down there. Yeah, and um, and when they were really getting it going, it was 
because they were using Cam Akers and, and that scheme. So yeah. excited about that. Yeah. Also, you know, sometimes, and you can speak to this, Lofa, seeing coaches come in and out and working with them and stuff. Like, is there something to being a first-time coach? I mean, he's going to want to perform well, right? He's definitely going to be motivated. Not that anyone else wouldn't be, but I'm just saying, your first big job, you want to impress. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes when you get that that first go-around um, it just depends on the personality, right? Yeah. Like a lot of guys that come in, well, this is how we've always done it. And it's like, well, you know, I understand that, but if you don't have a little ground to give uh, in terms of knowing your personnel and saying, Hey, this is how we used to do it, you know, and not saying this is how it's done. Mm-hmm. That's there's nothing that pisses players off more than when the new coach comes in, they bring all the fucking clips of their, their old players. And you're like, <laughs> Why am I okay? Why am I watching this guy? You know, <laughs> and it's it's just yeah, it's frustrating because you know you're a professional too, and it's not not an ego thing in terms of it, but it's like you couldn't take the time to go through our clips and find an example of me doing it right or one of my teammates doing it right, mm. and it's just that's the part I think about being a teacher and teaching these professionals that I think goes a long way that it goes unnoticed to you know, a lot of them are just oblivious to. And that's where it's just like, all right, man, there's some disconnect here. Cause you, it, it does it show a little laziness on some coaches? Hmm. I mean, well, we I don't know that he's doing that, but if he does, I'm just saying as a new, you, you spoke to new coaches coming to a team. Yeah. I mean, the best way go dig into that film and, Find the plays and, and the things that you love that that Russ does and lock it. And then you take it and implement it into your game plan. Don't yeah. take your game plan and say, hey, you're Robert Woods. You're, you know, a Cooper Cup. Like, that's the, the the part that I'm saying, you know, I hope as a young coach, he already knows enough to do that. Yeah, adapt you know? to the pieces you have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, my next point in the show is our sponsor. BetOnline, BetOnline.ag. We got brand new copy for BetOnline too, Lofa. Here, I'm going to read this cold. In the world of acting, this would be a cold better be the, It better be the same code. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, here we go. Cold reading. Back to acting classes I go. Here we go. The Super Bowl is here, and you can get it all. Oh, no. The Super Bowl is here. And you can get in on all of the action at betonline.ag. Host, insert a story about their latest bet or where they're thinking about putting their money on upcoming games. End parentheses. Uh, um, Oh, I guess that's where we're supposed to... Easy, Ron Burgundy. (laughs) (laughs) He will read anything. Listen, Tampa Bay is the first team in history to play for the title on their home field. They're currently a three. They're th- currently three and a half point underdogs against Kansas City. So if you want to go ahead and put a wager down on that, head on over to BetOnline.ag, as hundreds of people have done. There's hundreds of prop bets about this very game, including uh, you know you can vote or not vote, but you can uh, wager on the MVP, margin of victory, total points. You can wager on the coin flip. I mean, you can bet on everything over there at BetOnline.ag. And as always, you. Use our promo code. Believe spelled B L E A V. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Bet online. The best live read we've ever done for them. Knocked it out of the park, partner. Crushed it, man. Crushed it. Might get called into the office after this episode. We'll see. 
Uh, here we go. Lofa, back to the show. Seahawks, trade rumors. They abound out there. I'm hearing Tyler Lockett's name getting thrown around. How would you feel about that? Horrible. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, there's, what's the compensation? Well, there's this rumor out there about the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I've seen that one. I mean, would it be worth a first-round pick? If you got a first-round pick back for Tyler Lockett right now, I mean, they would be picking, you know, mid to mid, mid to late. Mid to uh, late. Well, it's yeah, it's all it comes down to the compensation, um, as we'll talk about when we get to you know uh, the Detroit LA swap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody could be had for the right price, but this is. This is one of our core guys. And when yeah. I say core guys, this is a guy that is a leader on the team. And you don't just ship them off for just anything. Mm-hmm. Um, for draft picks. For the yeah, unknown. For an unknown. That's an mm-hmm. unknown, right? Yeah. So um, unless his cap number is outrageous, which I don't think it is. No? No, I don't, I don't think it's that big of a – I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think the rumors are there because people just see value for Tyler Lockett. Obviously, he's a great player, so you can get something valuable in return for him. And with DK emerging, um, and you know, uh, maybe they think David Moore could could not not obviously be Tyler Lockett. I don't think, but you know, he's talented. Maybe they believe in him. I don't know. But th- those rumors are out there. I think I agree with you. It's just all about what you get back for him. Just a straight up first round pick for Tyler Lockett. I don't even know if that's enough, honestly, at this point. So I don't know about that one. Here's another one, and it's why I put it in my Zoom background. JJ Watt to the Seattle Seahawks. What do you think about that one? Hell yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Tyler Lockett? Hell no. JJ Watt? Hell yeah. 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 And, um, you know, I don't think it'll take a whole lot to get him um, because I think he does carry a a large cap number. Mm -hmm. I think um, it's like 20 or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's up there. I think he's still worth that. You know, I know he's not putting up the gaudy sack numbers, the, you know, 15, 18 sacks that he he used to in his MVP years, but he's a leader. He takes a lot of pressure off the guys next to him and, um, and he wants to win. I mean, anything you hear about him in his post game press conference when he's pissed off because they lost the game. And I mean, he's just, he's sick of losing. And uh, I mean, all those MVPs, those are nice. They're cool. But he'll be pissed if he doesn't leave this game with a Super Bowl. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, man. Bring him on. Let's do it. I let's let's throw everything at next season. Why not? This season was so weird with the you know, fans not being allowed and COVID and all the ups and downs and stuff. Like next season, let's just go go in all the way. And uh JJ Watt would certainly be going in all the way. Um uh what about this golf thing then? That's my next point on here. More trades. This is the last trade trade I got on here because this is the biggest one so far, obviously. You got Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford or the other way around if you want to look at it that way. The Rams uh, also uh, shipped off two future first-round draft picks mm-hmm. along and a third. with it. And, and a, a third. third. Yeah, and a third. And Jared Goff, who was the number one overall draft pick. So basically three first-round draft picks and a third round for Matt Stafford. What do you think about this? I could spend two hours on this trade. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying, uh, you you break it down your way, and then I'll try to like make mine as quick as possible because I I don't think I don't think either team really wins in this case. I mean, but go ahead. 
Well, I I don't really get it. I mean, I I kind of get separating from Goff or going a different way. He didn't really, you know, I don't know if Jared Goff was ever really the answer. He got that big extension. I know he had a couple big years, but I've been making fun of him forever. Like I just don't. I think he's overrated. Um, and we at the end of this season. I mean, I know he's injured with the finger, but you know, it it, it didn't look good, and you could feel those winds swirling around him you know so I, th- I think his time was up with the rams but i don't know if matt stafford is the answer though that's okay it's, it's a strange, exactly i mean deshaun I watson is rumored to be up for a trade or you know um they took a run at aaron Rodgers, though that report is out there and that would obviously make sense i think for any, yeah, anyone absolutely but i mean they, green bay's already backtracked that they said it wasn't serious um okay i agree with you on golf overrated um, you know, but is Stafford not overrated in his own right? This is a guy. I'm just gonna spit the facts out. Over 200 million invested in him. Um, Megatron, pretty good receiver. He had him his entire career. Mm-hmm. Golden Tate in his prime, Marvin Jones in his prime, a young Kenny Galladay last few years. Um, two first round tight ends, Pettigrew and Ebron. Was he not given everything Mm -hmm. and produced only three playoff appearances and zero wins? Mm. So I'm sure he's a great guy, but is he that guy? I mean, yeah, give me the number one defense, man. I'll make the playoffs. (laughs) I'm not going to turn the ball over. I might not even throw the ball. I'm just going to run, to tell you the truth. (laughs) You mean with him on the Rams now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, number one defense – that solves a lot of problems. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, do I think he is in de- a definite upgrade over Goff? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I give you that. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing that tells me that he is the piece that's missing for a Super Bowl. And in my opinion, I don't know why McVeigh didn't just go out and get a couple more linemen and, you know, find a quarterback. And I think. There's one in this draft, uh, the kid from North Dakota State, Trey Lance, who will, I think he'll fall far enough where they could, you know, they could have made a couple trades to get him. Hmm. You know, I don't know why they wouldn't go that route. It's interesting to watch two number one overall picks in the draft trade places like this. That doesn't happen very often. Um, I was surprised to see that Stafford is only 31 years old. That was surprising to me. Mm-hmm. I thought he was older than that. Um you yeah, know, that, nine was his rookie year. You know that yeah. Russell Wilson is only one year younger than Matthew Stafford. Doesn't that sound weird? It doesn't That's sound, not true. I'm pretty sure it is actually. No way. Yeah, I saw that get tweeted. Russell was 2012. Stafford was 09. There's three years difference. Can you look it up has the to be. age of Russell Wilson and the age of Matthew Stafford? I think I saw this they on should, Twitter. They should throw this on Bet Online. Oh, <laughs> what? Whether I'm wrong or not, chances are. Uh, I'm dot ag <laughs> um uh, but no but, I, I was but, surprised to see how young he was though that's all i'm saying i i think you know dude as you just said with this defense he can be pretty productive here i'm sorry i gotta look this up there's no way hmm? kate producer katie's telling me that russell wilson and matthew stafford are both 32 which i don't think is correct either <laughs> stafford's 32 yeah no way Russell Mania is 32, is he? Is he 31? Maybe he just turned 32? Okay. I don't know. Maybe that makes sense. They're like the same age, man. That's my point. <laughs> they are. And I was saying wow. 31. I was even being generous. Isn't you that are. weird? Yeah. It's weird, right? So how does that make you feel about the trade now, though? 
It's weird that Russ has more playoff wins in one playoff. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But, dude, like you said, number one defense, I don't know. I think it could work out for them. The shipping off two extra first-rounders is a part of that trade that makes me really raise my eyebrows. Well, so if they do what they expect to do, right, mm-hmm. if they make it NFC Championship, Super Bowl, if they make it both years, those picks become 31 or 32. True, and true. And it's basically a glorified second-rounder. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hear you. So that's where I wasn't too worried about that. But, okay, so if you do make it – to a Super Bowl, and if you win, now you got to pay him. And he's 34, 33 yeah. at that age, at that point. And I really don't think, I mean, I'll, if I'm wrong, I'll say it when, when, when time comes, but yeah. you still have, he hasn't won one playoff game. Uh, that's what's, you. that's what's driving me nuts. I know, I, know, it's I, like, I know, but if he, but if they go to the NFC championship game three out of the next four years, then, well, that was the greatest move ever, wasn't it? So I, I know, it was I don't solid. Know. Yeah. But I, the, it's their, the greatest move they did was moving golf because now they got out of that contract. Right. All right. They don't, they, yeah, they owe 20 or 22 per year to Stafford, but they're hoping that he's worth that money right now. But they, they clearly didn't think that golf was worth that. How does this trade change the <laughs> NFC West? Um, I don't know. I, it, it depends really. Like I don't see, I don't see them being that much better like like everybody else like oh my god you know yeah, well, so they got maybe Stafford. It maybe it doesn't maybe the i don't think it does i think okay they might get a couple more yards i don't you know still yeah. waiting to see that one playoff win yeah no i hear you uh all right moving on to my is next that, point wait is that not outrageous to you though it's, 200 yes, million can't get you crazy. one playoff win yes of course it's crazy yeah, yeah. okay are we <laughs> he can't let it go. He loves. He's I honest. can't let it go. I mean, I we'll just think of all these well, top-rated quarterbacks on this trade. I know. Well, I mean, you know, just, here, here, here. I got a question for you. They took a run at Aaron Rodgers, and Green Bay told them there's no way he's going absolutely nowhere, right? So you're telling me that right below Aaron Rodgers is Matthew Stafford? Question mark. Who said that? That's what basically the Rams said that. Oh, they went, that's what they they're saying. Aaron they're like, you know what? We did. We so didn't get one A. We're gonna go with Stafford? that. Doesn't make any sense at all. There's, I think, this there's is... a couple quarterbacks in between there that they made might have taken a run at, but they just, I don't know. They settled on Stafford. I don't know. It seems like settling to me. Well, the same team that they, I mean, abused in a trade last year. <laughs> they could have went and got right. Oh no, that was Arizona that abused them. <laughs> But yeah. NFC West still. Right. The Rams could have went after the Texans. Be like, yo, give us D-Watt and we'll give you whatever you want. Yeah. Three, four, like the Herschel Walker type trade. Right. Right. I mean, I think that would have been worth it for the Rams. That's the kind of talent you need in there. You know, I think he's 26, had a phenomenal year. Even though they went four and 12, I mean, the guy played lights out. Right. Um, rough start to the beginning of the year, but he – ball the last 10 oh, yeah games. and they were in every game too i think they lost every single lost a game lot of close ones yeah yeah, yeah but, i know no this but, one it's weird it's a weird trade i don't know i think this uh uh stafford and uh to the rams thing can be traced back to the state of georgia because stafford oh. went to georgia and wasn't mcveigh mr football in high school in georgia at around the same time, by the way, they definitely have known each other for a long time, and maybe this is in the cards for them. They want to play together, and they went out and made it happen. 
It is, but where I see this backfiring, if he is not that guy, let's say he goes out there, he plays horrible. Yeah. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, kind of threw his it, friend under the bus at that point, huh? I, well, you just traded, you know, all that capital yeah. because especially if those become high picks now because he doesn't perform the way that he that that McVay expected. Now all those picks are high picks. Detroit's laughing. They've probably already shipped Goff to another location for cap relief at this point. And, you know, you just set that franchise back probably five, six years. Yeah. If it doesn't work out with Stafford, is that it for McVay? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, No, I know. I just, well, yeah. I just want to get it crystal clear. I, I'm sure he'll get another chance. So he'll go just like. Well, I just mean with the Rams. Know. But yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think that's you know, I think he's a good coach. I mean, he got there, he turned the ship around. Um, you know, went to the Super Bowl, but he's had players and he's had chances to win it. Obviously, they were in the Super Bowl, but you run Todd Gurley out of town almost quite literally. Uh, who was just, I mean, look like the next uh, Earl Campbell. I don't know, take your pick. Like, he was just on a trajectory. And then all of a sudden, that all goes down with McVay and the Rams. You got the first number one overall pick, overall whatever, Jared Goff. And then obviously, we see how that's worked out. Robert Woods. I mean, they have players, right? Uh, the number uh, one defense, they should be doing more. So this is them taking a shot at it with Matthew Stafford. It's all about McVay down there. And he thinks he's the smartest coach ever. And it's all about him. It's about the X's and O's, not the Jimmy's and the Joe's. And he just thinks he can move pieces in and out. And like I'm saying, because, dude, come on. If he runs Gurley more in that Super Bowl, they probably win that Super Bowl. I think. You know, yeah. you go back and play it again. Why was he sitting on the sideline? That's a misuse of that player, you know? And so that's what I'm saying. McVay's, the, McVay's calling all the shots. So if it doesn't work out, it's got to be got to be him on the line next time instead of just shipping off the players. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we covered that topic to death. <laughs> you want my other topic? So now yeah. th- these are random, right? And because Seahawks season is over, they're less about the Seahawks. So that's why this next one is even on here. Uh, are you watching Bridgerton? Um, I, I my wife is, uh, are you watching it? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're watching it just by that answer. I could tell, man. I used to be on a show where guys would come up to me and say like, Hey man, um, I, uh, well, my, uh, my girlfriend watches your show. And, uh, so like if we could get a picture real quick and I'd be like, dude, just tell me you watch a show that is not, you know, stereotypically a dude show. I heard that in it's your so voice just there. You're watching it. It's I so boring. <laughs> no, I'm, I've am i caught a couple episodes. You know what? I just started Su- Succession. Is that? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I just started that last night. That's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I am now after going off on that, this is going to sound like not true. But Yeah. I, where are you taking me right now? What? I have not watched any Bridgerton, but. My wife is super into it, and I haven't even seen one minute of it. I swear I haven't. But everyone's talking about it. What is this show? I have no idea. You're not missing anything, bro. Okay. All right. I was just checking. I've seen glimpses of a couple episodes and just meh. All right. I had to check. Um, Back to football. It's Super Bowl week, man. What was your Super Bowl week like? Can you kind of take the listeners through that a little bit? What, What are these players experiencing this week? Well, it's not the normal experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even like uh, the media day, it's like virtual, isn't it? So they're like 
literally on the computer like we are. Oh yeah, this year's way different. Sure. Yeah, it's it's just it's a circus, man. I mean, it's like you get an hour of football, two hours of football practice, and then just like oh, interviews and you know, bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) And we were in Detroit, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. It was a horrible Super Bowl experience. I mean, <laughs> obviously because we lost the game, but yeah. um, two good things happened. I got to shake Tom Brady's hand at the coin toss, and uh, he told me to go get one. And then I got to hear the Rolling Stones at halftime. I didn't see them because cool. you know we were going over adjustments. Right. Only only two cool things that happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it? How distracting is it, though, to try to get ready for a football game with all this going on? Maybe this year's easier for the two teams because, like you said, it's not really an in-person type deal. Yeah, I'm, I don't think it's really that. It didn't didn't seem that big of a deal, mm-hmm. um, at least to me. And I know it's only college, but I just come off two straight national championships, so it felt, felt kind of natural. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. In the NFL, let's go get a Super Bowl ring now. <laughs> as as horribly cocky as it sounds, it's no. just it felt right. It yeah. was like when a lot of people probably would have been shocked. I was like, oh yeah, no, this is like what we do. Yeah, right. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun, guys. Yeah, get ready. Funny, uh, but um, I don't know. I guess I could see how some people would, you know, make the moment to be bigger than it really is. Yeah, it's but it, it's as soon as that ball's kicked off, it's just another game, and um, you know. But there's nothing like playoff football. Um, even when I was at Maine, one double A, we made the playoffs. I went to McNeese, then Northern Iowa. There's nothing like playoff and knowing like, you know, win or go home. And, you know, it was like in the national championship, you only play one game. And yeah, it's win or go home, obviously. But, you know, it's not, okay, now it's on to the next week. Now it's right. on the next week. Right. You know, that's why I always, I always loved playoff format more than bowl bowl games like mm-hmm. bowl games they were cool but again there was after we beat oklahoma auburn's like well we're undefeated too yeah yeah. and we we're just this, like whatever man we beat really you settles last. it yeah yeah oh yeah it's doesn't matter what you say you know everyone played everybody and and the winner's crown so yeah. that's what's i mean it's it's amazing. It's There's gonna be, nothing like playoff. It's going to be intense. Let's get into the teams a little bit more specifically, but I'm going to do it through asking you this question, which I wrote down here on my little notepad. Uh, how many hustle stops did you make in your career? Hustle stops? Yeah. Have you heard of this yet? No. There's this new I, stat out there. I'm, I'm guessing all of my tackles were hustle stops since I was the <laughs> slowest guy out there. <laughs> There's this new stat floating around out there. Uh, the two Bucks linebackers, Levante, David, and oh boy, I don't have it. Evan White. Yes, uh, they are both in the top five this season in the NFL in hustle stops, which is this new stat I've heard about, which is where you make the ta- you make the tackle twenty yards away from where you started, and they're both in the top five of that. That's cool. What's that mean to you? <laughs> Honestly. It really, I have to see the the majority of tackles better be at or within three, four yards of the line of scrimmage. Right. If you're making if, it 20 yards down the if field. If you're making it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so I've seen some guys with 170 tackles. I'm like, bro, like, go forward instead of running backwards and around. And <laughs> right. like, it's, you know, so I, I mean, those stats are cool. Again, these are things that they, they want to, 
pull out and, you know, overanalyze and like, Oh, but I mean, where's that step been the last hundred years? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. It gives us a chance to talk about the defenses though. I mean, the Bucks defense is, is playing great. Chiefs have a good defense though, too. Frank Clark and all them over there. Um, what, you know, who you got in this game defensively? Um, which you, I would go the Bucks defense is better. Okay. But the Chiefs offense is better, and we'll get to that in a second. Well, yeah, I'm going to get to offense next. I'm starting yeah. with defense. You should. I, but I, I thought you would like that. Yeah. So, yeah, Bucks defense been playing outstanding. I mean, Tom Brady threw three interceptions last week. No one's talking about it because the defense went out and got three straight stops. Right. Um, so, yeah, defense been playing outstanding. I'm really impressed with the um, the D-line, and they got Vita Vea back, mm-hmm. uh, former Shout out dog to here. That's right. Shout out to your dogs. Yeah. But JPP and Shaq Barrett rushing off that edge, man. They have five or six sacks collectively last week. Mm-hmm. And with Eric Fisher being out on the Chiefs offense, that's that's something that I'm going to be zoning in on. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, thank you for mentioning zone in. This breakdown of the defense is brought to you by zone in. Let me get my copy. <laughs> <laughs> ZoneInCBD.com is where you go, or you can find it at all Bartell drugstores up there in the PNW. It's Lofa's company. You'll see a picture of him right next to the bottle in Bartell's. If you go in, it's a picture of our guy Lofa right there next to the Zone in CBD, the only CBD company that is allowed on this podcast because it's the best. ZoneInCBD.com, everybody. So you're taking the Bucks defense. So what about offense? Let's zone in on that for a second. Yeah. Um, I mean, this kid Mahomes, <laughs> I think it starts and stops there. I mean, yeah. I don't really, he was bottled up for three and a half quarters against the Niners last year and then put up like 21 points. Mm-hmm. So anytime you got a guy like that, that could just off his back foot on cork 170 plus yards. And then you had a guy with world-class speed and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You got your hands full, and as the these teams, these two teams met week twelve, and Tyreek had two hundred yards in the first quarter. Um, it was like twenty nothing a half or twenty one nothing a half, and credit to the Bucks, they made some adjustments and um, came to within a field goal, but they didn't get the ball back at the end. The um, the Chiefs' offense, which is kind of what I'm going with, four minutes they grind out that clock. Yeah, Mahomes made a couple first downs. Then they probably took found a knee. Travis Kelsey a few times too, you know. Well, I mean, so yeah, and that's the thing. Man. If they started doubling um Tyreek, you know, after anybody gets two hundred yards in one quarter, which I believe was an NFL record, I think he even had one called back in that game. But uh because of a penalty. But you know, when you have someone doing that, you put extra attention to him. Now you got the best tight end in the game. Yeah. Um, no disrespect to Gronk. Gronk's a beast too, but um, Travis Kelsey is that dude at tight end these days. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's, he's a mismatch anywhere he goes. So, and then if you go ahead and double him, you can do, you can double two guys. You could do put safety attention over both those guys. Then you got McCall Hardman and you saw what he did last week. So, um, it's, there's no shortage of weapons. And I just wonder if they're even going to try to run the ball. I think they can run the ball on this, this Bucks defense, but I, I don't, I don't know if they're going to even try to though. Are you so you're telling me that offense is going to win this game? Offense is going to win this championship? I think so. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, and maybe a little bit the of the first Chiefs, one, a little bit of the NFL Chiefs history stopping Tom Brady though, is what you like. Do you think that this is a shootout though? Is this going to be an offensive game? Is Tom Brady going to get his as well? Absolutely. I think it's a shootout. Okay. Right. I got I got the Chiefs winning 34-31. Oh wow, you just you sent us right to the net is on my oh, list. Oh, oh, my bad. No, that's all right. We get next I went a little I went a little long on the uh the trade talk. What was it again? Tell me again. I'm gonna write it down. 34-31. 34-31 Chiefs. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. It's gonna come down to a field goal, whether it's a make to go to Ooh. 34-31 or a miss. To stay at 34-31, it's going to be a field goal game. Wow. What's his name? Harrison Bucker? Buck, Bucker? Something like that? I don't even know Bunk who he Gardner? is, man. Whatever his name is. Rowan Gardner. <laughs> um, I – oh, boy. Okay, so I, I don't really know which way I'm leaning on this Super Bowl, I got to tell you right now, prediction-wise. Me, because, I'll give you a fun fact. Okay, that, please do. It'll help me stall so, longer. Um. Tom Brady is three and one in playoffs. Uh huh. When he throws three interceptions in a game. Oh, so wait, you mean next? Oh no, 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 no. Oh, he's won three out of four games in the playoffs that he's thrown three interceptions. Whoa, that's crazy. It has never resulted in a win in the Super Bowl. <gasps> oh, so you're saying but, he's due? <laughs> but but Tom Brady's four and one in white jerseys, right. oh, and they're wearing oh, white. Oh, oh, okay, all right. All right. Wow. Um, okay. Should make your pick easier. So do I make my pick here with my head or my heart? Okay. My heart wants the Kansas City Chiefs because I just I'm sick of Tom Brady. I don't want Tom Brady. I I will never root for Tom Brady, especially after what happened with the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. He takes credit for that Super Bowl win. That Super Bowl win was hundred percent Malcolm Butler's. He shouldn't even have a ring. He the whole team should have just sent the ring to one guy. Here, it's yours. And then they should have or sent him to Pete Carroll for calling a pass or whoever oh, called the stinking pass in the first place. So I can't ever root for Tom Brady. Okay? But my head kind of thinks that old sneaky Tom is going to find a way to win this Can't one. Find a way to win one? It's at home. It's his first team with this year. You know he's so motivated because of all the talk about whether Tom Brady's, you know, the, the actually the goat or not and all that. And he's like Richard Sherman. He's like these great competitors where he finds these little slights to be upset about, like Michael Jordan used to do. So, gosh, it's so hard to pick against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. My heart wants to. And I think I'm going to. F Tom Brady. Chiefs win this one 45 to 17. I think Tom throws four picks. Wow. <laughs> um, 45 17. That is. It is not a fun game to watch unless you're a Chiefs fan. Even though I'm sad that football is coming to an end, I'll be happy when this game's over because we can get towards JJ Watt. We can get towards yeah. all these guys that we need to get to get into the next Super Bowl. And reload for next year. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for the draft evaluations, all that stuff. Yeah, man. That's a wrap on the Seahawks podcast this episode, everybody. Thank you very much for listening out there. Please support our sponsors, betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE when you're over there, B-L-E-A-V, and Zone in CBD. Lofa's company, you can find it at zoneincbd.com, or you can just pick it up at Bartell Drugstores up there in the PNW. Uh, we'll be watching the Super Bowl. I know you will be too. If you got thoughts, email us seahawkspod at gmail.com or find us on any social media, Seahawks Podcast. Okay, I'm done with my wrap out. Lofa, 
Break us down. I got nothing. Pow! <laughs> um, all right, fine. I'll break it down this week. You don't want to do it. I'll do it. Put your hands in, everybody. Bridgerton on three. Bridgerton off me. One, two, three. Bridgerton. It sucks. Oh. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.